0: <laughs> but we're consistently inconsistent. Right.
1: I wish somebody loved me as much as you love fruit punch. <laughs> I, I it my list? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I had a salad yesterday. Oh, it was good. That's good. Where from? Proud of you,
1: Chad. Uh, from <laughs> uh, brew
2: house. Uh,
1: it's cool that after you know six years or whatever that you guys stuck it out. You know you really cared about the name that much. I got to tell you, here at Sonder what we would have done. Feels like NASA's going to have a problem with this. Uh, let's pick a new name. One of my favorite things you've ever said, Danny, is that Friday is a feeling. Yep. I'll, it's like vacation I is get a that feeling. On me. If you're worried about the dirt and the grime, the germs, whatever it may be, on the outside of your lime, stay home, man. We're back. Uh, we're finally back in back-to-back weeks, even, mm-hmm. which uh, feels good to have a consistent cadence again.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, we actually have like some shows scheduled too. Look at us. Who'd have thought? <laughs> yeah.
1: Sometimes we sometimes we do things uh, in a professional manner here, <laughs> slightly. While, yeah. And then sometimes you have a sixteen-ounce pour of a double dry-hopped uh, New England, mm-hmm. which may or may not be what's in my pint right now. Uh, don't be ashamed. What's in your pint, though, gnarly gnome? Yes, uh, is Bach. William Goat. No, no it's, it's not. Probably. No. Really? <laughs> well well, I see the cans of goat yeah. and it looks mm. like goat, but Goat's but
0: a little bit more of like an amber color compared. Yeah, to I mean
1: like I'm just kidding. I totally knew
0: that. <laughs> so. The lighting's the
1: lighting's a little off in yeah, the yeah, it's, studio it's right it's now. It's a weird spot and yeah. you know whatever. Well that kind of totally blows my my
3: segue. Because like I just wanted to jump right in. Oh no, you blew your chance to pretend. <laughs> I've consumed, no. I've consumed a lot of Bach beer in imagine. the last week. Uh, <laughs> I felt like I felt like something dark and and sweet and delicious was. Uh, I guess that's Bach too. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well,
3: <laughs> which one are we talking about, Broby or, or Bach? Are we still talking about beer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, but I want to jump right in on that. Uh, so, obviously, those listening, um, y- you know the uh, voice to my left uh, that is coming out of your speakers as Gnarly Gnome. We know him as uh, also Gnarly Gnome, but our friend of the podcast. Yes. Friend of Sonder Stories. I, would, I just want to jump in. It was a huge weekend in Cincinnati. Beer. Oh, my God. Uh, one of my favorites. And, and you got to forgive us. None of the three of us were at Bockfest <laughs> because all three of us were in Cleveland representing Saunder at Winter Warmer Fest for the Ohio Craft Brewers Association. So I just want to give the mic to you now and just let you go. Like, how was Bachfest this year uh, in a completely different setting
3: altogether? So um, I. This is. There's some things I have to get out of the way first. I didn't think I was going to get to go to Bach Fest either, mm. because much oh like. Oh
0: yeah, you were saying that you uh, you had a conflict with uh, a
3: conflict with my wife is what I had. She decided that <laughs> so it, wasn't yeah. she, it wasn't her fault. <laughs> uh, one of her one of her best friends from college, the probably the last one to get married, uh, had her bachelorette party. Mm. Bockfest weekend. She didn't. She didn't think to check and make sure it wasn't a big brewery weekend <laughs> before she did that. To me, Bockfest week. You don't schedule things on Bockfest weekend. Uh, Winter warmer. Why? Why is this happening? Why are people scheduling things on Bockfest weekend? Isn't that yeah. like a like a holiday? Uh, Isn't it? A it, thing? it
0: hasn't overlapped in the past because we did Bockfest and Winter warmer two years ago.
3: I don't think so. Oh yeah, yeah. I think you're right. Actually it, we definitely. Ridiculous. I
0: know they didn't overlap in the past. I don't know why they did this is, year. Is
3: but. Winter Warmer always about that same time though, or is yeah, it a little yeah. later? It's, it's than within weather.
0: a week or two. I, I want to say it was like back to back weekends two years ago. Yeah, it is. It is kind of bizarre <laughs> that it
1: wasn't that it that it wasn't uh it wasn't different there. And I don't know. I guess I don't know. You would know more than me. Was Bachfest on a different weekend no. this year because they? Bach I know Fest they waited is, forever to announce.
3: Bachfest is always the first weekend of March. Always, okay. If it's not, it doesn't exist. It, Interesting. it is always the first weekend of March. Is that Say, historical
0: or is that just uh, to keep a rhythm? Uh, uh, historical. Okay. <laughs> it's
3: just you know, the, it's the box season. That's when mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. typically people brew their box, and that's the, just the way it always was. Um, I, I think that it's to the point now with people that are Bach Fest fans if they decide, you know, we're you know we, we want to. Let's, let's wait for some better weather. We'll wait and we'll do this in April or something. People would still show up that first weekend of March yeah. and sit around somewhere yeah. and drink a bunch Dog, of beer yeah. and bring their pet goats or whatever else people know. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> so <laughs> you can't stop Bachfest By the way, one. if you don't have a pet goat next year at Bockfest, <laughs> you're doing it wrong. Well, I, uh, I've had this plan in my head that, again, for another year, I did not actually make happen of putting together a float in the parade yeah. mm-hmm. where I podcast from the float in. Oh the, my in gosh. during the parade. That would be incredible. Um, and uh, uh, another good friend in the brewing industry, Betty, up at Fibonacci, has uh-huh. goats. Yeah. And, uh, How many goats
0: do they have?
3: Three. Okay. Um, I want her goats to be on my float while <laughs> while you're <I> podcasting. <laughs> so you have Your a mobile <laughs> petting
2: zoo <laughs>
0: slash <laughs> podcast. That's <it's laughs> what I, what I want. <laughs> there's no guests. There's it's just Andrew. Or <laughs> no, the, no, I'll cut that out. It's just the it's gnome right. and uh, the goats.
3: And it, it, there's obviously lots of strange logistics with making that happen, which is why I've had this plan for like three years now, and just I can't make mm-hmm. it happen. But, but no, I I didn't think I was going to get to go to Bogfest Uh, because my wife is out of town. Uh, my in-laws came to the rescue and took my kids overnight on Friday. Oh, wow. Awesome. So, so you had a kid-free night and a wife yeah, free so night. Yeah, so we'll so during the day on Friday I'm so How much there Bach I'm, did you get? <laughs> <break? laughs> I'm, I'm, <laughs> no, I'm getting I'm a understanding bunch of why a little ord on <laughs> Sh- Shout I'm, out nomen Laws <laughs> <yeah, right. laughs> for, for stepping <laughs> up. I, I was getting a bunch of work done, you know, around the house and getting some other stuff done on, on Friday and I'm sitting there like oh this is going to be great. I'm going to going to kick back tonight. I'm going to drink some beer. I'm going to put my feet up and watch a movie and I'm like wait a minute. No, it's it's Bockfest. Bockfest. I can actually go to Bockfest, and I really had it in my head that it was just out of the question. He'd already year. written it off. Um, yeah, and so I'm like, I looked at the clock. I'm like, all right, I got two hours before the parade starts. I'm going. That's <laughs> I just, awesome. You know, g- grabbed my gnome hat and a, a jacket because it was still kind of cold outside. That it day. was. And uh, yeah, and, it was and camera day, right? and, and took off. Yeah, I, I didn't make it down Saturday because kids. But right. Um, yeah, Bockfest is is something that I think is. Uh, really, really, really special to Cincinnati. So I am glad that I was able to make it. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you,
1: so is Fest in Cincinnati the start or the end of box season?
3: Uh, it is box season. <laughs> <laughs> Spot the line. That, that weekend is kind of what box season is. Now, I my box season stretches out a little bit around that, a little bit before and a little bit after. But um, I. Box season is very different than Oktoberfest season. I think, like it really is, like this short, concentrated burst. Whereas you know, I, I can drag Oktoberfest and and season out uh, both for of twelve those, months. Both of those much longer, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So we'll come, Danny. I'm looking at you out of the corner of my eye. We'll come back to this Schwarzbeer season <laughs> thing. Um, what's interesting is for a lot of places outside of Cincinnati. Uh, Bach beer is certainly not a thing like Cincinnati right. is. Certainly, Bach Fest isn't a thing,
3: right? No. I, I mean, there are like, big Bach beers around. Like Genesee Bach has to be pretty big around the country. The kind of, like, they make a ton of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Shiner Bach How is was sho- a huge beer.
0: I was shocked that Genesee made one.
3: Uh, it's so good too. Like I, I drank so much of that when I was in college because it was cheap.
0: My buddy, uh, who is from Western New York, brought because he knows that I like that style. He brought me back a twelve pack at one point a I mean, couple of years ago.
3: And yeah, to be fair, it's not a great Bach. No, no, but like but
0: for like when you're considering like, I, I mean the value equation. Yeah, it's like yeah. A, it's like a macro Bach almost. Like if you're if you're like equating macro beers and like for the style like. I didn't hate it. Yeah, like, I think it's
3: under ten bucks for a twelve pack. Yeah, of it. like it, get like, out of here. Yeah, it's so cheap and it's like six percent, and it's a, it's, a, it's a pretty it's an okay beer. It's like
0: it. the, it's probably the perfect thing to have after you've had like a couple craft box and you just want to keep that train rolling a little bit. Yeah,
1: I can get behind this thought process.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's a filler back. I was shocked they made one. <laughs> no, we were actually funny enough. We is were, a category we were talking about this earlier, not for like any strategic reason, but just like out of curiosity. Are you aware of? like craft breweries making box outside of Cincinnati?
3: I'm not aware of craft brewers outside of Cincinnati at all. That's like fair. I'm terrible. <laughs> like I, like, yeah, I've been to other craft breweries and mm-hmm. I, I every once in a while I'll drink a craft beer from outside of Cincinnati, but I just don't pay enough attention to it to, um, well, there's to, so much to, good to beer to, here. Like, that, yeah. Like, there's there's yeah, no right. reason. Um, I'm sure that there are some that do. I know that, uh, the only one we could think there's of. another, there is another box fest at a brewery somewhere out west. I want to say maybe, okay. Uh, I don't know. I think
1: it's interesting even, Danny, I think this is where you're going. I I won't stick your thunder, but, um, there are a couple around Ohio, but, but even, you know, you look at even, um, some Cleveland breweries and Dayton breweries that, uh, the further you get from Cincinnati, it's still, it's, it begins to resonate even less. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Well, and, and Cincinnati, we had, I think I counted the other day, um, I think we hit like 50 different box this year, something See, like that's that. Around time. I had no idea it's, that number was insane. It's insane, that big. It's insane yeah. is what it is. <laughs> it really is. I'd imagine
0: some of the like well known, like dedicated to German style breweries obviously probably make a box every year. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, I mean I, like I'm a, I don't know this for a fact, but, like I'm assuming like KC Beer makes one and Dovetail makes one, like the like notable, like. German dedicated breweries, like I'm sure they're making box.
3: Yeah, especially if you start talking Doppelbach, like Doppelbach. Yeah, I think yeah Doppelbach
1: is a lot more, than... more popular.
0: And this right? came up when we were actually at Masshead hanging out after the festival on Saturday. They have a Doppelbach that's super, super good. And I was like, I don't think I've ever seen a bock beer at a Cleveland brewery outside of this one.
3: Hmm, that's a good question.
0: Yeah. I, I, yeah, I
3: don't know. I mean, again, I don't. I don't know enough about breweries outside of the city. I'm like so.
0: loosely clued into the Cleveland beer scene, just being from there, and I visit breweries when I go home and stuff like that. You know what? I think now that I think about it, I think Fatheads makes one. I, I'm
3: sure Fatheads probably. because yeah.
0: I, I know they make a sh- They can a Schwartz beer every year. Um, and then they actually do – I think they're known for, like, their hoppy beers. They're definitely known for their hoppy beers. But, like, people sleep on their German-style beers. Yeah. yeah. Like, their Hefeweizen and Oktoberfest always really, really G- good. G- Gogglefogger, right? Isn't yeah. that one of them? I believe that's the Hefeweizen. That's, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. Um, It's good beer. Mas- I, I enjoy that they just kind of, like, alternate how their mascot looks all the oh, time. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. fantastic. It's super sweet. It's just this big, fat dude. It's yeah. super cool. It's fantastic. Yeah. So
2: it looks like Mess had made one last year called It's Raining Buck. Oh, interesting. okay. And that was yeah. just
0: a straight Bach beer. I believe, yeah, I believe okay. so. Interesting. And then the one they did this year was a Doppelbach.
1: Uh, so so every year you do a Oktoberfest tasting, yes, like a like, in, and that's part of
3: your. Oh gosh, I drink how all do of you them? do. I'm I I thinking this. We need a Bach version. Yeah, why didn't you do a Bach version? It's it is really hard G- getting around town and getting all of the Oktoberfest beers is really difficult to do. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Bach is even harder because yeah. so many of them aren't packaged. Like you have to go to the tap room. That you makes sense. You have to get a crowler. You How have to many are home. packaged? Uh, a handful at the most. Yeah, like uh, four or five yeah, four maybe? or five maybe.
1: I yeah. say next year on on either your show or ours, or maybe we we dual purpose it. Uh we uh, we divvy up between the four of us, and we go get a bunch of them, and we do a bock off.
3: So uh, we'll bock a bock off. something that I have. We'll on workshop the name. <laughs> 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 the name can come later. Yeah. So, something that I have on my calendar for next year. This year, I focused uh, video stuff on the parade at Bockfest mm-hmm. and kind of that Bockfest experience. Next year, the video that I'm doing during Bockfest is focused on the beer. Nice. Uh, I okay. will be there on Saturday of Bockfest. Uh, as long as I, th- as much time during that day as I can get my wife to uh, to let me be there before she comes and picks me up because she's gonna have to pick me up because <laughs> um, I'm gonna drink all the Bach beer. At and, and nobody schedule a wedding out. or yeah, that's a party. Anything. Yeah, a party, and This is a PSA. I'm yeah. saying it right now. Come on, people. If you schedule something on Bach Fest and you expect me to be there next year, I'm not going to be You're there. You're out. That's on you. Yeah, 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 I'm, just, I'm not going to be there. I'm sorry. I've got, I've got plans. And they involve drinking heavily. <laughs> 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 Unless you, so if you schedule a wedding, you have to have your wedding at Bach Fest, which would kind of be Ooh, awesome anyways. That would be pretty rad, wouldn't it? Uh, so how, the, how was the new location? Uh, I loved it. Yeah. I absolutely loved it. I, I liked it having uh, uh, kind of an outdoor space, indoor space, all part of this indoor tent, which I like to. It's, you know, very october fest-y. Um mm-hmm. I thought it was great. It was in the middle of kind of OTR instead of being tucked into kind of um, a big warehouse.
0: It does feel very German, for sure. It,
3: it felt more community kind of oh, cool. uh, centric to me. So I, I loved it. I have
1: uh, drank a lot of William Goat. Uh which is our Bach beer, uh, over the last couple of weeks.
0: You, as of right now, because I'm going to caveat that, have it in your top five.
1: So, I will go a step further.
0: You, I mean, you told me to tell you that if you ever have a top five with William Goat on it, to call you out. So.
1: And, and Schwartz beer.
0: Ah, yes. Uh, Did you say both? I, well, not I on the last I, podcast, but I, I want to go on record of this podcast
1: <laughs> because I said it on our way, our way up to Cleveland.
0: You know what? You were talking about nocturnal. I, apologize. I was. I'm putting words in your mouth now.
1: But, but you're putting accurate words in my mouth because... I'll take ma- it. Oh, I guess it was in the car with Chad. You weren't in the car. Mm-hmm. So, um, I can officially say in my top five confidently that... Uh, and this is the most confident I've ever been. For anyone that listens to Sondra's stories, Nobody you know I have this. like
0: I know I don't I don't either I don't either. Why would you? There, there's there's no proof or evidence that there's any truth to this statement. Well, I'm I'm about to
1: I'm about to start the statement now, and I will back it up every time you ask me moving forward.
0: That's why we're gonna revisit this quarterly.
1: I'm bringing up the document right
0: now. Whoa, whoa! whoa. whoa. Nope. This is a new a new
1: living breathing. So document. go ahead, go ahead with living breathing. So you're still making an out for yourself. because you have to.
2: You will have to remove two beers. From I know, but your remember, existence.
1: remember, we made the we made the own caveat within a company within the company that you can't include a barrel aged beer. Uh, and so I have family tradition in there. Yeah, you
2: that, have a family tradition and says on to punch them. Yep. So. that is one so, of my
0: bits that I really enjoy. Where it's like, how many like, uh, like caveats? Qual- how many qualifiers you have to have on a statement to get a beer in your top five? <laughs> it's, like it's, this is my favorite beer to drink on hot days on Wednesdays. Yeah. <laughs> So it's I'm like taking advanced stats in baseball. We I'm just taking just out Punchem, okay,
1: and I'm taking I'm taking out Punchem and I'm taking out uh, Family Tradition because I think we should not be allowed to use Barrel aged beers in this. Okay, yeah,
0: it does make it very tough.
1: And, and they're yeah, they they change so much, right? They change every time, like all this stuff, right? So in my top five, I am taking those two out and I'm adding both Nocturnal and William Goat. I have William Goat. Uh, Bach beer, and Nocturnal Schwartz beer officially in my top so five.
0: So what, what is your top five? This, this can be our Q1 update.
1: Okay. Uh, I believe it would be uh, Voss, Midwest Hayes, Bella, Nocturnal, and William Goat.
0: Okay. Mine is... How does
1: that track to, my, to the doctor? To give
2: you credit, Voss, Bella, the and Midwest right. Hayes were
0: in your top three. Thank you. <laughs> so. uh, my five are uh, Midwest Hayes, Midwest Haze, by the way, is mine. That if I ever say a top five and it's not in there, hit me. Okay, I give you permission. Uh, Midwest Haze, uh, are Half of Rally Cap, Oktoberfest, and uh, the fifth one's really hard. Uh, I'm going to go with Divot.
1: Not Nocturnal.
0: Not Nocturnal, but Nocturnal okay. is like right there. Okay. If I had, if I was drinking a nocturnal, it would probably be my top five. Okay. The four, the four I locked in. That fifth one's Ch- really hard for me.
1: Chad, do you have a? Do you have an update to your five, or are you changing anything, or what? Chad
0: just has Pest in there. Yeah, four it's, times. It's, <laughs> it's Toby four
1: times. Uh, so
2: Toby Otto Voss, and then so you, I had you got to have Mela in yours. So that's more of a like. Uh, it's because you and thing Brooke I share like with it. Brooke, right? Yeah, but like it's not going to be. I mean, I love the beer, mm-hmm. but it's not going to be my go-to every single time. Um, Macadamia Family was in there, so obviously that's going to come out. Mm-hmm. Um, I would probably put. I think I'm calling my shot. I'm going to be putting Hefeweizen in there. Oh, you, love- oh you're calling the shot. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, I'm pre-ranking it. These okay. are preseason <laughs> rankings, kind <laughs> of right. Yeah. And then, I, I, uh, I know mine's in there. And then Midwest Haze is out, and Nocturnal's in. But Midwest Hayes yeah. a six.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. Noam, what about you? Do you have a five favorite Sonder beers? That's we're, tough. We're putting you on the spot like if here. I,
3: I would, off the top of my head, so I'm going to go Oktoberfest. Uh. I'm going to go Goat, Rally Cap. Um, uh, do we count Food or Funk as a barrel-aged beer? it doesn't really change. It's a big-ass barrel. Yeah. I'll let you keep a, it. I'll let you keep it. It's fine. a wood tank. It's not a barrel. <laughs> uh, I'm going to put that in there. Um, and, and probably nocturnal. Yeah, nice. Okay. Uh, I'm, a, I'm pretty logger-heavy, yeah. I guess. I <laughs> Goat didn't get in there for you. Uh, he, he said, said Goat in oh, there you. He said He did. Yeah. Okay, yep. sorry. Um, yep. Now, if I sat here and, and poured over a list of right. all the Sonderbears, I'd be see, oh, no, that might need to go in there. Oh, that one should probably go in there. I mean,
0: Yeah, the last time I did this exercise, I did not have Oktoberfest, and that was a criminal
3: Yep. Yep. Um Oktoberfest which for the record for anybody listening is the reigning champion of my Oktoberfest tasting. It won this ours year. did Yeah. I love that journey for us. I actually
1: did not know that. Yeah. Um, um I watched it all the way through. I don't think I caught like the last two. I shared it. Um yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um yeah, thanks for that. Thanks for uh for for uh including but, us in that. Thanks for making so, a great beer. Yeah, man. Um, that's a beer we were we were talking yesterday about when it when it's going to be released this year and it just uh, June I could, I could <laughs> <laughs> that seems to be the way next <laughs> Now uh, <laughs> uh, no, we actually uh, we we were later to the game versus other breweries last year because we waited until August.
3: It's, it's yeah, I, I think August is it needs to be out in August. So yeah. if you if you do. The end of July—that's okay. In yeah, my, in my I, I would agree. Especially with Oktoberfest, it's
0: fine. Yeah, that's I, like a that's agree. like a national holiday in this building. Oh, okay. is, yeah, is Oktoberfest like package day? Yeah, yeah. We like once like the can lines done, we like mail it in and like go get some low fills. <laughs> and <Yep>.
1: <laughs> Especially chat.
2: Oh yeah, uh, I still remember last year we came back from lunch and they were shutting down for the day and they just had a some low fills. We were stoked. We did not do anything the rest of yeah. the day. It was yeah. a Friday, fortunately, so
3: it was yeah. yeah.
1: Well, we did. We just consumed Toby's, but that's what we did. Yeah. Okay, I did nothing the rest of the day. <laughs> <laughs> um, quality
3: control, it's important.
2: Exactly.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, so, do you think, uh, or I guess I guess a better question would be, after this past weekend, mm. so you have Broby in your glass now. Yes. Which, again, I was surprised. I expected you to drink William Go Now, it makes sense, right? You, you had a lot of them in a short time. Will you drink it at all the rest of the year?
3: Yeah, I mean, I'll still, I still I, still have...
1: You still enjoy well, it, um, a good Bach from time
2: to yeah, time?
3: I've got a bottle of that Sam Adams coffee box sitting in the fridge right now that Ooh, I'll probably crack open in a few weeks. I um, bet that's delicious. I heard from oh, somebody so recently good. that it so was good. very good. Really?
1: Don't, the, don't they do it in the large bottle format? Yeah,
3: yeah. well, they're... I, do they do 750s or 500s? I don't know if they're... I, th- they, I think it might be 750s. I think they're 750s. I think they're, think I think a, they're a big boy. Yeah. It, maybe not, though. I don't know. I, I don't and know is that
1: about. is that brewed at their Cincinnati location? Uh, yes. It is. Yes. Very cool. Very
3: and cool. And f- this one, so they took uh, coffee beans, put them in a utopius barrel, and then took those beans, and that's what they used for the coffee box. It's, oh, it's, it's really wild. It's it's good beer. It's hard to make, a, when you have 50 different Bach beers in a city like Cincinnati, it's hard to make a Bach beer that not only stands out, mm-hmm. but is something that people haven't really done before. And I mean, there's been coffee box, but... Not utopious coffee, but <laughs> that's it's, a fact. It's very unique.
0: That's like weirdly something I would have never thought about, but after I hear about it, it makes sense. Like those flavors would kind of mingle oh, it's a little great. bit. It is, is it like super great. roasty.
3: Yeah, it's it's really roasty, really chocolatey. Really, and it's uh, there's neat earthy kind of thing going on with the coffee. What's it's, the
0: ABV? Uh, eight something. Okay, maybe so maybe a tad higher. I think we we ours used to be in the sevens, but I think it's six eight now, right?
3: yeah I believe so yes which is a good number I feel like yeah, yeah. it's 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 hard that's the one th- the downside of Bach beer is like you stand down like you're at Bach Fest you're a couple beers in you're looking at that list and it's 7% 7% 7% yeah. and you're like oh man I gotta, I gotta doing the math in your head right uh, can i walk after this one <laughs> there aren't many lower abv box and um i, I like having some of those uh, hellas box kind of popping up now to kind of give yeah, you yeah i was about else. to
0: say the my box and the hellas box are a, a, a style of beer that i hope like gets a little bit more momentum here yeah. in cincinnati soon because i really really like those styles yeah. and i think it's a good thing to you know make in the summer potentially as a like lighter malty yeah. beer that would really do well
1: I yeah. love a good my bok.
0: Bach. My boks are super good. I had uh, Wolf's Ridge last year, and it sticks out in my head when I think of that style. It was super, super good. It was a. Uh, it gave me like a, almost like if you, mixed a bok Oktoberfest and like a Hellas together, it like kind of gave me all of those notes with like how light it was, um, but I still got like the multi character that you would get from a bok. But then it was almost like. Kind of an amber in color. It was really, yeah. really good. I enjoyed it a lot.
1: I'm pretty sure the table just moved over there by Chad when you said
0: so, that. So, do you <laughs> remember
2: drinking Operation Goats last year?
0: That was, or was that two years ago?
2: Maybe it was two years ago. Yeah. Uh, during the shutdown, I think is where the the genesis of Operation Goats. That was incredible. Yeah. Those I those don't
1: remember good. the beer itself.
0: Now, now that we talk, about that's essentially a hellish. We were just yeah.
1: mixing steam. Oh, it wasn't a keg. It was blended. Yeah. It, yeah. Was, it
0: was a double package day, so they were pack, they were kegging Bach and Operation <laughs> Steam. So there was like a keg that I don't remember what the exact mix was, but uh, like when they switched over, it was like a half and half or something like some sort of like percentage. And it was just an employee keg for us to drink. We weren't selling it. And I, wasn't it one of the um, like it was one of the employee uh, parties that we were drinking? was Well, it? we
2: started with the, the mixed keg and it was so good that then we were continuing and we had our employee party and that's what we were drinking pictures of. Uh, playing Euchre. Okay. We're pictures of Operation Goat. I wonder
0: why that <laughs> night's fuzzy for get, me. I can get wink, behind that. Yeah. yeah, weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't have perfect recall of that night. Yeah. Who'd have thought?
1: So <laughs> we, spent, we spent some time this past weekend, we talked about it a little bit, uh, in Cleveland, and it's really interesting just how much... Uh, the beer scene changes oh, yeah. uh, even within your own state, but across the state, right? Um, I'm curious to, to just get your perspective as the Scentsy beer guy. Um, like, why do you think that is? Why do you think it is that that um, more so than any other place that that Scentsy is really all about
3: Scentsy beer? I. I th- I think there's a couple things to it now the biggest one is that that's just kind of the way we are about everything is our that's fair our chili is the greatest thing in the world and if you don't agree with us then you're an idiot Uh, our sports are the best sports even when we don't win I mean granted this year is kind of uh, a little different for that because we we, we did win a whole bunch but uh, normally that doesn't happen and yet we're still better than everybody else like we have this chip on our shoulder because we don't have the quote-unquote best of anything and we make the things that we do have the best of what they are. <laughs> and so I think, I think that beer kind of played into that at, at one point, too, where uh, we weren't getting the credit that we felt like we deserved for our beer scene. Um, so we got very loud and very vocal and very uh, um, territorial about it almost, of you know, we're the best, even if you don't say so. Uh, there's also, because it took so long for this beer scene to kind of uh, to catch up with other cities, like I think it developed very different than those other cities did. It it, it, um, it built a different kind of foundation underneath of it all that uh, uh, some other places didn't do because it mm. happened faster.
1: Oh, that's really that's a really interesting thought that I hadn't considered.
0: What's your so I as you asked that question, I was kind of like using my perspective as like I said I'm like I'm like a little tied into like the Cleveland beer scene When I think right. of the Cleveland beer scene I think of like you have an OG like national craft brew, not national but like an OG brewery that was operating in the 90s and that's right. hard to find nowadays right at, in Great Lakes and I think Great Lakes has you know solidified like their lineup for a long time they're kind of adding some stuff now and getting a little bit more innovative but for the better part of 20 years they had their lineup, and they were making the same beers all the time, and they just, you know, you, you knew what bars had Dortmunder, what bars had Elliott Ness, that kind right. of thing, and then you kind of like saw these breweries like branch off because, like, they, this is, I mean, I'm kind of conceptualizing here, but. You know, they branch off a little bit. It's like, oh, we want to do part of these Great Lakes things that they do really well, but then we want to add this, right? right? Like, I think of, like, Matt said, even when I was talking to a couple of the bartenders when I was there on Thursday, you know, even the bartenders kind of describe themselves as, like, oh, we, like, they make a lot of really good German style beers, but they still claim to be, like, a hop-heavy brewery, right? Well,
3: it's you have this big uh like you said this big long term brewery that then spawns off new <laughs> new exactly. projects yeah. where we I mean, we have that too you know you've got mount Carmel and and uh-huh. formerly Rivertown these places that have been around forever that people started there and then went off and started their own thing, but uh-huh. it's not the big brewery like that's what it's it's strange that like yeah. our 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 long time kind of o g places are not the biggest ones, mm-hmm. the that- biggest ones are the newer ones, and like that's I think that's unique. I don't think that that's normal for a lot of beer cities. Yeah, I, I could be it, wrong, but
0: I think it makes the beer culture a little bit different. And well, not in a bad way, but um, you find a lot of breweries like feeling like they need to make a certain style because it's a norm here in Cincinnati. Yeah. Like Oktoberfest is the one that comes to mind. Like I think like every brewery feels like they need to make an Oktoberfest outside of maybe a couple of the niche ones that you know really hone in on a style. Yeah, um,
1: well, even Bach. Right. We're sitting here yeah, talking I think, I think about that's
0: where I think that's where Bach is heading as well. I said this on Cincy Brewcast. Um, I didn't realize that there were that many Bach beers in Cincinnati already, but I think I that. Think
3: that I'd, I'd have to go back and look and see how many Oktoberfests there were this year, but there might have been more Bach than Oktoberfests this year. See, that's crazy. Wow. But, 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 but that's also because there are many places that are making three different kinds of bocks. Oh, there, there's there's yeah. places with the hellas and a traditional bach. Yeah, places with sense. a doppelbach and a flavored hellas bach with some, like there are lots of different ones whereas yeah. people make their oktoberfest and they're not making another oktoberfest right. that has something else whereas bach you'll have several different kinds so maybe we're already so I, there we're i like, think there's more bach than there is oktoberfest i think
0: Yeah, you, maybe we're already there where you, like these a lot of breweries do feel like they need to make a bach beer i mean
3: if, if you're in Cincinnati and you're a brewery and you're not making an Oktoberfest in a Bach, I really think you're doing something wrong. We or something that kind of fits into that. I get that if you can't lager beer, you don't have the space or whatever, I, I get that, but um, make something that kind of fits into that that season a little bit.
0: Yeah, I think we were all stoked to get William Goat on a can and you know really lean into this style of beer and it's gone really well for us. Yeah,
3: it's, it's nice seeing a, a lager down there on the board, guys. Yeah, no, you're not. welcome. Uh, not. <laughs> I, I can say this because this show will come out after we release it, but we
0: have Rally Cap coming out in two days, Ugh. so we will have a light logger on the board for the next six months, however long Rally. Yeah, and, and a
3: lot of that was was tank uh, tank we, capacity. I it, it almost, so here we not are. meant as a dig, it's <laughs> meant as a uh, helpful prodding. Can you, can you get some more <laughs> tanks, guys. Come on, keep 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 them coming. We need You're not <laughs> the only one saying it. No. Uh,
1: We also had Nocturnal for a while. That's that's
3: true. That's true. Nocturnal's
1: a dark logger. Um, Come on, Gnome. <laughs> <laughs> I,
3: I I want a uh, a large percentage of every tap board in the city to be loggers. Sure, that's my own selfish kind okay. of uh, drinking habits, and I know that that's not still isn't uh, the majority of what people want to drink. Or we're getting closer, though. Uh, we are
1: getting closer. We are. Uh, um, people like their beer to, to taste ooh. like beer, um, which is good. Um, or more people are are liking their beer to taste right. like beer. Um, so speaking of nocturnal, we just, I just got to get the elephant out of the room, uh, put him on the table here. Table's going to break. Uh, and I just got to know who's actually responsible for corning, coining, uh, season. Is it you oh, not or me. is it Danny? It's Danny. It's
3: Danny. Oh, it's Danny. you're going to give him the credit. Okay. I
0: think we're championing it together. Though. Yeah.
3: I, I am. And did I, the first time that I met, cause it was right after you mentioned it to me mm-hmm. that I recorded something. Um, and I I don't know if I gave you credit when I think I did.
0: No, because I think you did. Um, yeah, but
3: for the sake of, of entertainment here, let's say <laughs> that you didn't. Let's fight about <laughs> it. <now. laughs>
0: um, and truthfully, that idea kind of came to me on stage at your roundtable at yeah. Fretboard. Um, we were talking about this idea of, you know, people coming to, uh, I think, uh, um, the... Braxton folks were talking about how, you know, they had a Dortmunder at one point and no right. one would order it because no one knew what a Dortmunder was. And I was like, dude, if, if everyone made a Dortmunder and, you know, you kind of get that word of mouth going of like, oh, I had this Dortmunder at Braxton. I'm going to have it here at Sonder now. And, um, weirdly enough, like representation of style, uh, goes a long way. Um, and then I was kind of like, let's just do this for Schwartzbeard. Cause we were tired. It was like during that season where we were kind of talking about it. I was like, Let's get that going. I think Schwarzbier could, you know, let's get a Schwarzbier fest. It doesn't really roll off the tongue as well as Bob Like Schwartzfight. <laughs> <or something. laughs> I think that would be cool, yeah. though. Um, I saw that um, I was at Live Oak Brewing in Austin, and they do a smoked lager festival. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> that's how many breweries in Austin make a smoked lager. Right. That's bananas to me. Like, I feel like we could definitely pull off a Schwarzbier slash dark lager festival. It's
2: just like Wayne's World, 2 We're just creating a fest out of nothing. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. and I'm then it just it. happens. Yeah. Well, even if,
1: it, even if it was just, uh, even if it was in a different time of year than when we host Oktoberfest, mm-hmm. uh, not that I'm trying to add more work to our amazing team that does all our events, but like a loggerfest of any kind and not, limit, not go just Oktoberfest, but, but a loggerfest like like in the middle of the summer.
0: I'm yeah. super, super in on that. I actually, I'm I think that ahead. one
1: might be in the works. Here?
2: Not here, here, but in the city.
0: That would be super rad. I, yeah, I,
2: like I, I think we should learn
3: something too. about it. So, I think I,
0: we should. I was on Cincy Brewcast saying we should do a, like, craft Bachfest.
1: fest. Yeah.
0: Like, it's, it's a little harder to pull off with our space when it's cold, but get a bunch of, like, craft Bach up here. Yeah. It'd be awesome. But, you know, and, and
3: if you want... Bockfest to become something like Oktoberfest is in Cincinnati. It, it does have to start to spread out a little bit. Not I agree. just Not just in in you know actual locality of where it is, mm-hmm. but also in that time frame. Like it's yeah. fun having Bockfest weekend, but doesn't mean that the weekend after that somebody else can't have a Bockfest, and the weekend after that somebody mm-hmm. that's a really interesting idea. That starts to spread it out and thought. extend what. Bach season is and to be. And I think
0: the thing with Sausage Queen is that they're kind of doing that where, you know, it starts yeah. two to three weeks before Bach Fest. So if I, I think ours was really, really fun, we were there. Um, you know, if that can turn into a like. Sorry, dream. we
1: almost burnt the tap room down. <laughs> <laughs> I heard about this. Uh, I was kind of hoping you were going to bring your uh, your hot stick. I, 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 I said, said, I said out
0: loud that I was not a Sonner employee <laughs> while Gnome had a campfire going in our tap room. I <laughs> I, was,
3: I did bring the poker, but I forgot to bring the little camp stove. I was like, uh, I, am, I, I, am,
0: I am merely <laughs> present for this. I am not partaking. And then a poker ended up in my beer, and I didn't argue about it. So
1: I saw videos of it. It looked fantastic. Oh, was it's so, was awesome. so
3: good. we had never
0: done it, it with the Baby before and it was delicious obviously yeah. oh.
1: did you get like that marshmallow oh, yeah. character oh, oh yeah oh, that's, <laughs> it was
0: super,
3: that's super fantastic <laughs> well it also makes it go down easier like it, it makes kind of like like something on Nitro like it changes yeah. that, that body of it and yeah, it just the... you can drink it fast. so we it's so just, we did this
1: live during Octoberfest right. uh, with the Narrow path dudes. But just in case we have some new listeners, what, you want to talk a little bit about it?
3: So you, you basically you take a, a metal rod and you heat it up until it's glowing red hot and you shove it in a beer, um, hopefully a beer that has a lot of uh, kind of residual sugar going in it, something that can caramelize really well and it. Uh, it I, I don't know exactly why it happens or how it happens the way it does but the, the the head of the beer caramelizes and tastes like roasted marshmallows the beer doesn't get hot it it takes a little bit of that that uh sharp coldness off of it like it, it gets it back to the temperature that you should probably be drinking it anyways and man it's just so good it, it, it tastes like fluffy marshmallows what do they call it is uh, it called something? I've heard it called lots of different things. Okay. Um, I, what do you call it? Fire pokey uh, beer thing? <laughs> okay, yeah. <just laughs> beer, pokey, beer Beer poker, beer poker thing. hot thing. <laughs> know, all kinds of different things. Yeah, I, I think it's great. I uh, I would love to have, like, a booth set up down at Bach Fest, and that's all it is. You just walk up and Dude, <laughs> how, how dope would that shoves be? Shoves it in whatever beer you have. Yes. Chad, so, have, so, have you who's ever Who's carrying this? that insurance line? <laughs> right? I know.
1: Have you ever experienced this, Chad? No, I have not. It's fantastic. It's really cool. We were doing it at October. Do I need an adult supervision? to do this or do you think I could do it at my house? Uh,
3: yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes to both yes. of those. Yes. Okay. yes. <laughs> All right. Yes. Fair enough. Does it have to be a certain kind of metal rod? Uh, it should probably be something that's food safe, I imagine, so it doesn't leak. You, know, you can't just shove a piece of rebar and yeah. Your so beer. like, it might not be just like
1: note to listeners: don't try it with like a, a hanger.
3: I mean, at the same time, like do whatever you want; it's fun. I, I can. <laughs> I can <only> it's <laughs> on fire. It's sterile. <laughs> it doesn't right? matter. Like, like, it's burning. It's if you're it worried be about the dirt and the I, grime.
0: <laughs> <on their> <laughs> 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 Great callback. I'm imagining the dudes. That are mm-hmm. big fan, fans of Kenosha Kickers that I also believe listen to this <laughs> podcast that like heat it up every oh. year. Oh, yeah, they the do one. like a, like a, yeah, yeah they yeah. put it in a crock pot. They make and, like, like a cider, right? Yeah, yeah. And every single year they tell me they're going to do it on social media. I did and, it. And like yeah. I have to give my like official PR stance of like, we don't recommend this. Uh, but tell me how it goes. So,
3: <laughs> I, I did poke Kenosha Kickers this year. Oh, um, And it, it wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be. It doesn't, I don't know what, what it is. Like, there are just some beers that it works really, really well with yeah. and some that it doesn't. I would wonder what the. Sometimes it's hard to, I don't know if there's a, a more of a, 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 I don't know. I don't know. Kenosha
0: <laughs> might be a, a tad light. It? Yeah. I
3: don't know. Yeah, no, I'm not sure either.
0: i it has, a. It has a like I'm wildly a, intrigued. It's by also doing part this. of the
3: part of the fun. Like yeah. there's there's nights where yeah. we're at home and we just start cracking all kinds of random things open. you are just, just poking <laughs> every beer that's yeah, out there. Yeah, we've 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 poked wine. We've done. We uh, had we had a, we had a party <laughs> How did that work out? Was, uh, not good. I, was gonna say, <laughs> I can't imagine that went well. Um, <laughs> uh, punch. One time we had a punch and we did that and that was horrible. How are you heating it up? Uh, the metal rod. I like, like a camp stove, like a little backpacking stove, and I just. And just shove it Stop in there. it! Really? Like, yeah, it. It's the easiest way I found because you have to have like it, you got to hold it in there for a while. You can't yeah. just you use like a, a, a really
1: lighter. High. I have a torch that would probably work. You know, Ooh, that would I hurt your think. hand though. Probably. You, you got to have that thing lit for a while.
0: Is that a small hands joke? Uh, no, but it can't be if you want to. <laughs> <be. laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't. I
1: don't have massive hands.
0: I didn't know you had small hands. I know you have short arms.
1: Oh, it is hand size season. Okay, listen. The short arm joke, that's uncalled for. That didn't have to come out on the podcast. It's today. not a joke,
0: it's just a fact. <laughs> it makes it worse. Dang it. I thought you've admitted that on this show before. I don't know if I have.
1: Uh, yeah, I guess I have. It's nothing I can help. I have, I have short, stubby arms, all right? Hey,
0: we're all born a little different.
1: Uh, all right, so let's, uh, let's real quick, uh, let's just talk about what's going on with you now. Okay, so you've transitioned into really the gnarly gnome and the gnarly gnome adventures as a part of of your daily yeah right
3: a way way bigger uh not I wouldn't say a bigger part of my life, but a more frequent more uh well, you've been able to dedicate, life, dedicate yeah. it to it right yeah sort of um yeah <laughs> so complicated. so
1: you're still doing some other stuff as <laughs> right. far as your day job, you have other um abilities and other stuff that that
3: obviously I have very you, special abilities. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I take pictures. I mean, we, we, I, I'm a photographer, and I, I I take pictures of of right now. But you left your the day job. I can do. yes. The, the company I, you
1: were previously working yes. for, you've left there. Um, now you're kind of doing even that on your own. Yeah. Um, the entrepreneurial side of you has taken over fully. Yes. <laughs> um, and you're you're all in on gnarly gnome, and I I call it gnome adventures because you have yeah. other stuff, right? It's yeah, like well, Drinking that, with the gnome and all this stuff, yeah, right? It's,
3: I anything that I can do that makes sense as part of. Uh, uh, drinking in Cincinnati as well <laughs> is part of what I do. So I, you know, obviously the Cincy Brewcast, the podcast, I have another podcast called drinking with the gnome. Uh, I have a YouTube channel, obviously social media stuff is, is a big part of all of that, holding it all kind of together into one cohesive thing. Um, yeah, I do. I do a lot of. So what does that look things. like now? Uh, <laughs> chaotic. Yeah, sure. <laughs> it's, sure. Uh, it is. Uh, I, uh, this week is one of the most stressful weeks probably that I've ever had. And I know next week will probably be a little bit more stressful. The week after that will probably be a little bit more stressful. Um, but I, I'm i way happier right now than I think I've ever been about all of that. So, like, it's in- incredibly great and incredibly terrible. Yeah, sure, <laughs> sure. All kind of well, there's risk together.
1: there, right? Not, everybody's, not everybody uh, has the same... Uh marbles, if you will, to, uh, to, to take that leap. So, I mean, I respect it. I, uh, you, you know, we've talked about this a lot since it happened, but um, I'm, I'm excited to see what comes this year for you as you're able to dedicate more time to it.
3: Yeah. I mean, and it's been, um, it's definitely been a, uh, a, an adventure trying to figure out some of that balance and trying to figure out how you spend time doing different things and the things that matter and the things that maybe don't and uh, it's, yeah it's all very complicated yeah
1: um so i have noticed just because i i follow the gnome adventures um it seems like every night you're at a new tap room
3: yeah which yeah. is awesome That's not not real though. i know but it
1: feels like <laughs> it right so where are you drinking a lot of beer these days uh, where do you where
3: do you spend a lot of your time where do you frequent a lot of your time the most the place that i drink the most beer is sitting at my home bar in my basement okay. after my kids go to bed that is that is the place i drink the most but um, I do try to, um, I try to make the rounds. So I, you know, at least once a week I'm going somewhere. Sure, and I'm trying to kind of rotate through those places that I go to and um, try to get to as many different, especially breweries. Um, but I do try to hit some of the bars and things like that too. Just I, I try to, I try to I try to get to everywhere. Yeah, like and there. you do a great job of a, it. Not frankly, a, I'm not a regular anywhere. Um, but I've been everywhere. So that's.
1: do you like, do you like the, uh, the anonymity piece of it? Or do you like, like, like if you walk in, do you get a sense of pride when somebody's like, Hey, gnarly gnome, or would you pr- prefer to just kind of sit in, the, in the shadows a little bit? It depends on the day, depending okay. on what
3: kind of mood I'm in. I, you know, um, sometimes I just want to kind of sit quietly with a beer and, and, yep. and not have to, to, to be the gnome. Um, but then there are other times like when I was down at Bockfest, you know, just seeing yeah. all those people and having, you know, it helps when I've got a hat on that says, you know, be gnarly or be something. Gnarly, on. Like yeah. People kind of recognize me quicker then. but, and it's nice to know that there are people on the other side of what you do. I mean, it's with a podcast and YouTube and things like that, or a blog, like you don't ever get to see people enjoying that product that you're creating. You guys can make a beer and all you have to do is walk downstairs and just look in the tap room and see people enjoying that thing that you guys are creating. Um, you don't get to do that as much with, uh, Stuff that I do, so it's nice being out and have people be like, Oh, you know, I
0: love that video that you did about this. Yep.
3: And I'm like, Oh, somebody
0: did watch it. It's yeah, just, you it, know, it, is, <laughs> it is weird being behind the mics and like, because you know, us here is just the four of us hanging out, and that's what it feels like. We just happen to have yeah. us in front of us, but there's you know, a lot of people that listen. Uh, the first time I really encountered that was at your roundtable show. I like got off the stage, I was like talking to some of the other people um, in the group. And then I, like, went to go grab a beer, and, like, on my way to go grab a beer, I, like, ran into, like, five or six people that are, like, big fans of Sondra Stories that I had never met before. You know, they're, you know, they like our beer, or they frequent our tap room sometimes, you know, and it was just very, very cool to actually put, you know... Uh, like have people say say to you in person that because I see the numbers right I know people listen to this show but right. it's it's fun to have people tell you in person that they listen to the show and that they like this about your show or that about your show it is really really interesting to put faces to that
3: when you, when you create things to like a like a podcast or anything like that you're you spend so much time creating this thing and then you just send it out there and it's like All right, we're done with it now we we'll move on to the next thing that I'm going to create and like you don't get to. Ever sit and kind of enjoy that thing kind of mm-hmm. uh, getting out there and, and and growing and kind of living its actual life like you you're just there for the creation and then you send it out and so it's it, it, it's, it's strange sometimes to kind of um, to not get to experience any of that side of 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 a creation
0: speaking of creating, I want to get your opinion on this uh do you think that TikTok will be a brewery necessity social platform in the near future? A
3: necessity? No, um, I think
0: maybe it, a necessity isn't a bad word, but if you're trying, do you to, think
3: it will be prevalent? In, in prevalent is a better word. Uh,
1: in in keeping your brand relevant,
3: mm, I think it's. I think it's important, um, but I I don't think it's. I st- I still don't see the uh uh the same type of engagement off of TikTok like I do uh Facebook or Instagram things like that. I think that I think it's the way people are
0: interacting with it is so different. I think it's certainly less meaningful interaction and what I mean by that is like you know not and not everything has to translate to sales like it actually A lot of social media probably shouldn't directly translate to sales because you want people to follow you because it's fun to follow you. They don't want to be sold all the time. Um, But it feels like TikTok's get in front of a lot of people that – you know, especially for a regional craft brewery, that, like, you know, our product isn't even available to you or, you know, you aren't a beer fan or whatever it is. It feels like, because people scroll their For You page and you end up having a lot of, you know, random things pop up on your page, which is by design. So I kind of conjure that up in my head, too. I feel like, you know, we're dabbling in it right now and mostly for the sake of being ahead of the curve. Because I do feel like it will be quite a bit more prevalent here in the next couple of years. I do, too. Um, Yeah. Because the
2: user, the most... The demographic that's using TikTok can't drink yet.
0: That's exactly that, what that, I was going to say. That's an absolute yeah. misnomer, by the way. Is it really? Yeah. 71% of TikTok users are above the age of 21.
1: How m- what percent? 71. 71% of TikTok users are over okay, 21. Okay, but what percentage of
2: the under 21 crowd is not using Facebook and that's, Instagram? That's more of where I was going with and it. Their, was that their, those... number one, their number one media is TikTok, not Facebook or Instagram.
0: They all likely have Instagrams as well. They all likely
2: have them, but how much are they engaging? I think their engagement is more on TikTok. I think
3: engagement is. I don't know the answer. I don't either. It's It's strange, though. It's it's TikTok and and Instagram reels and stuff. There's extremely high engagement, but it's a different type. People are just sitting there mindlessly scrolling. Yes. Yes, they're spending hours a day doing that. But it's for just seconds of interacting with something, so you've got to be like cranking out stuff constantly to actually mm. create any kind of real awareness. At all. Like it just it, otherwise it just fades into the background and people pop right by it. I, I'm
1: I like to hear that stat because um, that's that's encouraging to me. It's interesting. I'm a really bad gauge. I feel like the get off my line, get off my lawn, old guy. Because I just I t- to to point, like I can't get behind the idea of just the mindlessly scrolling. It's, up on those videos, it, it, actually, it actually honestly gives me some anxiety with all of it just because it's so it, – it, there's, there's, there's little uh, depth for me there, right? Um, however, to, to what I think Chad was saying is kind of where my head is at, is there are – I feel like a lot of – a lot more of a younger crowd, and I'm only basing this off of, of a very small sample – that actively engage or scroll in TikTok and have gone by the
3: wayside for some of the others. I also don't know how TikTok users are responding to brands on TikTok versus uh, people. People, like yeah. I think
0: it's 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 much more influencer based. Like if you really want to do sure. numbers on TikTok, you really do have to probably hook up with a couple influencers to have them pushing your product as well that's the evolution
2: of a social media platform like facebook used to be yeah. the update and then it became just facebook marketplace and everyone's just selling something and then it like instagram people started going to instagram at least that i heard because they didn't want to be sold to they just want to be see pictures and keep in touch and now you're getting brands forced down on instagram so now you go to tiktok because it's the next one where you're not being forced to everything yeah. now you're gonna have influencers and infl- you know flooding that and uh Trying to pitch the next brand, so it's yeah. just like everyone obviously is made for selling. It's a tool for selling, but everything is a tool for selling. Right. Correct,
3: yeah. But I still like I still see people actually engaging with each other on Facebook the way they always have. Like mm-hmm. that has that's not going away at all. It's just the, the the platform itself evolved and now it's kind of matured into what it is. Like there's always going to be a way to buy stuff wherever you are, and it's always going to be a focus of something. It's how they make money.
0: But. I remember another I, a number, number that I learned in school was uh, 80-20. Like if someone follows yeah. you on social media, they, they're they following you for you have about eight, 80% of your posts need to be fun, enjoyable, engaging content, and then you can use that equity to sell them with the other 20% of your posts. And
1: I feel like we do a good job of that, Danny. I feel like you do a very good job of that.
0: It, it's a number that I have in the back of my head when I'm constantly thinking of it. Um, I, I just think... I mean, I could go on a tangent, but like, I just think craft beer marketing should be fun, period. Should. You know, and then the sales kind of come with it. Um, that's why when you look at our Twitter account or our Instagram, Twitter, Facebook account, you know, um, all the posts about new beers always do the best, you know, just because people are excited about it. Uh, they share it. More, more people see it. Um, but I have, like, the most fun with, like, you know, posting about you Betcha or posting about Voss and, like, trying to get creative with some of our brands that are always available and stuff like that. Um so yeah, it's in. I don't. I don't know how to translate that to TikTok yet. Like it, all of our TikToks, I'm just trying to have fun with at this that's, point.
3: That's all you do on TikTok. Right? Yeah, that's that's, that's yeah. the only way to really do it the right way, I think.
0: And all of the TikTok content makes its way to the other pages too. For the time being, I don't like for, that. For I think couple, every
3: for, every platform should have its own unique content, but that's. Uh,
0: that's a uh, we we could probably hire four social media managers then. <laughs> yes, yeah. But, but
3: that's ideally to me that's the way it should be. You want somebody to follow you on every platform. I think that's and, accurate and really if you have
1: people that are if everyone was in a different platform.
3: No, I see. I think I, I think it's more important because people are on all of the platforms. Yeah, because like yeah, I, that's a that's a fair point. I feel I'm yeah. with
0: you because you know, if you're getting different content on Twitter than you are on Instagram, you're going to follow both. Yeah. But if it's the same content, you're not going to follow both. That's there's, fair. There's,
3: there's, yeah. something, there's something a little frustrating if you uh, if you pull out your phone and you pull up Facebook and you're like, oh, there's this, this brand that I like and here's this post. And then you go over to your other your Instagram or whatever it is and it's the same thing. It's like a, a, now I'm a little bit annoyed that I just had to read this twice and then I go to TikTok and it's the same thing. Now I decide to see that three times. Like that as a consumer is... A little, it's probably effective, but it's it's annoying as a consumer, and I think that that changes the relationship with people's uh, changes people's relationship with your social media. Yeah, it starts to feel like you're being sold to instead of the just counterpoint content. to
0: that, which I don't know is you know there's rights and <laughs> wrongs and everything, but um, I'm always trying to just meet people where they are. Yeah. whether it's you know through podcasts, through social media, through our website. And just making sure that they're getting all the information on various platforms, it gets really, really tedious if you need to have something different for each one um, for sure I get it and i'm I'm weirdly the dude that like i I don't think I follow a single um brand business anything like more than on one platform mm-hmm. like Twitter is like weirdly like a lot of like sports and comedy, and then uh, Instagram ends up being a lot of like beer and product and stuff like that. Right. And then I've stopped using face. I wouldn't have a Facebook if it weren't for me needing one to have one to manage our Sonder page. Right. But, and then TikTok, I just, I'm there for funsies and music. Yep.
3: Well, once everybody starts living in the metaverse, we're all going to have to have Facebook again.
0: Facebook, <laughs> Facebook, is doing the best job of being everything to everyone. Um, it just has a really negative connotation to it right now. It, it, sure.
1: it does. I, I feel like I feel like that's. Um,
0: so does Walmart. Yeah, I was going to say. I feel like a
1: lot of the world right now. Yeah,
0: but. that doesn't mean it's not successful. It's just. Yep. Yep. As a
1: consumer, do. it's tough to navigate through that. Yeah. Uh, let's hit that last segment.
0: What do you
2: Is it a cover band in some college town bar? Where it's not Is it
0: something to get you through? Hi, we're gonna have a big issue here that I just realized. Uh, I got locked out of my Spotify account earlier.
1: Really? Why'd that happen?
0: Uh, because I can't remember which uh, email and which password I use for it. <laughs> so. Um, all right. And Spotify is just really unhappy with me currently. Um,
1: well, that's all right. We just won't be able to outro with one of them. No yeah. big deal.
2: Sorry, folks. That's on
0: me. You'll just
1: have to sing
2: it. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: Noam, you want to kick us off? Sure. So uh, on the way over, I was listening to a Less Than Jake album. Oh, nice. And was starting to think about some of the, the songs that were on there. And uh, like one of them in particular kind of hit me a little different. And I started to thinking about it. I'm like, my God, you know, I... This is an album that, you know, I've listened to since I was probably 16 years old, you know, in the car, at school, you know, you're just, you're, you're very different type of relationship with the music than, um, there is now. And there's a song on there, uh, called the last hour of the last day at work. And it's about, you know, not being obsessed with this, this rat race and this, uh, um, yeah, this competition between everybody of trying to, uh, uh, move up the ladder or something. And, uh, um, so That one, that that one definitely, by the way, less than Jake
1: today, less than Jake music all still holds up. Oh yeah. All of it. Oh yeah. Um, I'll go next. Uh, I don't think I shared this one on the last podcast, uh, but I'm not a hundred percent certain because I've been listening to this now for like two straight weeks. It's on every playlist I've created. Um, and I'm just going to say it just in case I didn't say it. Uh, it's a cover. Um, did I say this one last week?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: you've actually said this This would be your third time. Because <laughs> I, added, I added that song by the band, right? Atlantic City? No. Oh, oh I, no. I thought you were going to say Atlantic City again. Nope, nope, this is a different one. Oh, sorry, one. I was just
2: trying to give you like the, yeah, you gave a cover last week. Yeah,
0: I know, okay, oh, okay. okay.
1: I couldn't remember if that was last week or two <laughs> weeks ago. Gotcha. Okay, so this is a different one. Sorry I right. threw you off there. No, you're, no, you're good. good, this is a different one. Is it a country uh, song? It's a, uh, it, uh, it's kind of a country okay. song, just just
3: the obligatory too much country joke yeah yeah (laughs) also also
1: was what are you listening to a little too long for you probably
3: it's no it's so strange to me because i listen to everything to x when i listen to podcasts everything feels like really slow it's so weird to me Uh,
1: yeah the obligatory we play too much country on this on this podcast uh this is this would be country for people that that don't like anything near this kind of style probably but uh it's probably a little closer to like folky or, or bluegrass but um i played this on the way up to cleveland chad um it's a boys of summer cover uh it was really good by a band called front country okay um and it is uh awesome and my kids love it but then i had to play the original by don henley and um now my my two oldest are split so charlotte loves the don henley version and bella loves the front country version so now every time i play the front country version, I have to follow it right up with the Don Henley version. A little two for Tuesday. Yeah, there. Exactly. Yeah. I'll throw um, the,
3: the Atari's version in there, too. Dude, okay. the Atari's
1: version is good, too. Um, Chad, you're up. Uh, I hope this isn't stolen valor,
2: Danny. Oh, boy. Uh, but my nephew was born last week, and his name is Xander. And so the uh, the family's been playing X Going to Give It to You just nonstop.
0: Yes. <laughs> that's the farthest thing from Stolen Battle. That's just a quality song. Yeah, but I don't know if
2: you've ever had that as your song. On I don't
0: the- believe I have, and now I'm a little mad at myself that I haven't. Yeah.
2: Um, but, yeah, that's my song this week. Nice.
0: Uh, I am so hoping that I haven't said this song before, but me being locked out of my Spotify, I'm kind of limited. <laughs> uh, but Start Up by Jonathan and Friends, Lute and Emma Love. I don't believe i don't I've said that. I don't think you have. Here, nope. So, Doesn't ring a bell. But I do really, really like that song. It's kind of uh, in the same genre of you know the music that I typically throw on this show um, that is not country.
1: Love it. Uh, no, thanks for being here, dude. Of course. Thanks for having I me, I apologize
0: for not outroing to your song. That's okay. all right. Yeah. It's okay. Uh, not, not the first or last time you'll be on the show.
1: <laughs> no. Uh, and now we got to get back on Scentsy Brewcast. That's right. Uh, for those that maybe haven't heard you before, how can they follow you? What can they uh,
3: do? Go to, cool. the, go to the com. Everything's on there. Podcasts, YouTube, all the links are on there. But uh, wherever you like to consume things, hopefully I'm there. If I'm not, yell at me and I'll, I'll try to be there.
0: If you even remotely like drinking alcohol in the city of Cincinnati, you should be following Gnarly Gnome.
1: Yep. Yeah. Uh, Sensy Brewcast is the podcast. Yes. Um, drinking with the Gnome.
0: That's
3: another podcast that hopefully we'll have new episodes soon.
1: Sweet, uh, yeah the the voice of Cincy Craft, the self proclaimed voice of Cincy Craft. I'm just kidding. We I do to, it. I do to, it. I do, to, it, I do to to it every time. <laughs> every time I do it, I do it on purpose because I know that he quickly bounces back and says, <laughs> "No, no, no, I'm a no. conduit." <laughs> um, no, you do a great job. We He's love we generous. love following along. Thank you guys. Thanks for being on the show. Of course. Thank you, brother. Cheers, guys. Cheers.
0: Yeah, I, feel so weird about him. I know, so, I know. I hate myself and I totally didn't realize it until we got on the mics, but damn, yeah, here we are.